I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner. Oh, absolutely marvellous. That was um, Devo with Whip It. Oh. Hey, nice. just 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 playing that just just for you there, Alan. You've been a whip it you've been a whip it owner. I thought we'd go for um, that. me being a diva. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect, Frank. Well yeah, it's not not quite diva, it's Devo. Oh sorry. But it's oh. alright. <laughs> Be all right, that we'll settle for that. All, it? As, all as the bases were nearly covered, weren't they? Um, we should explain that I am Alan Cochran. Not <laughs> people might not know that the, the Cockerel sound effect is related to me. I'm trying to face out the real name altogether. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start pressuring you to change your name to co- the Cockerel by deed, Paul. <laughs> would they accept that? Yeah, I believe they would. Yeah. So, so the would be your Christian name. Yeah. Can you still say Christian? Oh, then let me check out. Absolute radio. I like. Hold on. Well, that would be your first name. <laughs> Change that in the edit. I was like the use of Live, deed, deed poll, Frank. <laughs> you didn't hear that phrase that often, except in the context of changing People your name. People do. Um, I, I remember a bloke on uh, Beacon Radio, if I can mention that, in Wolverhampton. Um, uh, they uh, they did a thing to to promote um, a Star Wars movie. They got someone to change his name by uh, by deed poll to uh, Darth Vader. No. Oh. Local bloke, which he did in order to get. Um, I think he got four tickets to see to the Wolverhampton <laughs> Odeon. That was the that was the prize for that. They paid for his deed poll thing. And that, I love the fact you said local man there. Yeah, local bloke. <laughs> he wasn't an interloper. He didn't no, 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 arrive no. from far afield. No, he was. A, he was a, a local yeah, man. Just because he's called Darth Vader. <laughs> Don't think that he's, uh, you know, travelling uh, incognito. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they phoned him up um, to change it, you know, to change it back. And he says, oh, well, I'll keep it, I think. I'm all right with it. Good on him. I'm all yeah. right with it. And uh, a mate of mine worked with him and he said, uh, he said, Darth Vader, you're a big Star Wars fan. He says, no, not really. <laughs> K- kids like it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Maybe we, we, why don't we do stuff like that? Let's change a, a reader's name to reader's name now. Is it? Oh, sorry, I've read so much about readers this week. Yeah, and readers. wrongdoers. Yeah, exactly, wrongdoers and all that. Mm. By the way, you know the thing I was on about last week about that I, I, I sing my way through life every time I take money out the uh, oh, cash. Yeah. Yes, you sing. Uh, got bra- brass in pocket. Brass in pocket and all that. If they're going to replace the news of the world with the, the Sunday sun, right, which is what they're going to do, mm. you know this, the, the sun's going to be a, a Sunday thing. Yes. I don't think I'll be able to say, when they say, what newspaper do you like, and I say, the Sunday sun, I don't think I'll be able to do that without going into the Pink Panther thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have the sun, the sun, the sun, the sun, the sun, the sun, the sun. I mean, I, I won't be able to not do that. That's great. Can we opt out now? Is it too late to change? I like it because you've brought a nice humorous element. Well, it's, yeah, exactly. It. Mm. It's important that I think. Yeah, oh God, yes. Did you see Nicola Roberts last night on? Uh, well, that was Rebecca Brooks, wasn't it? On Paul O'Grady. <laughs> no, no, she doesn't. Oh, she's um, Rebecca Brooks with serum. She's had a fabulous. Um, she looks completely different. Who is she? I don't Big know. Big makeover. Oh well, Big the cockerel. Makeover. And is, is the cockerel. 
Ooh, you're supposed so to be our morn- herald in the morning. <laughs> Lead us into a bright new world. One of the hard things about this show is I have so many gaps in my knowledge of... Don't worry, we'll soon fill them up. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nicola Roberts is what used to be known as the ginger-haired one in Girls Alone. Mm. Oh. You right. know who that is, surely, Cockrell? Not particularly, no. I'm no, you d- you've heard of Girls Aloud. I've heard of Girls Aloud, Oh, yes. we're getting somewhere. Yeah. That's like California, man. <laughs> yeah, I believe that the, long, <laughs> the longest journey starts uh, with a single step, so let, let's start the Girls Aloud journey with Nicola Roberts. OK. <laughs> She's a single, isn't she? Mm, I believe so. And I think she lived on the steps as a child, an East European upbringing, is that right? No. Oh, okay. I saw. I think I saw a picture of her in elk skin boots as a <laughs> as a young child. I might have made that up. Oh, what else are we going to talk about today? Oh, I'll tell you what I watched last night. The, I'm just going th- at the moment. I just you know, let's not get into anything big. Let's just chit chat. It feels mm. like a column. Last night's TV. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, what I what I've started doing is watching not last night's TV. I've started watching other night's TV on things like ITV2. Oh, yeah. So yes. I say to people, did you see Penn and Teller last night? And they say, no, I saw it on Saturday. Right. You just feel like you're a day out of whack from everybody. I, I kind of like it. It's like I've shuffled. I've shuffled yeah. at my TV cards. Yeah. <laughs> I watch a programme when I feel like it. Absolutely. Like a child wearing Days of the Week pants but out of sync. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Or those bibs. That, yeah, I, you know what? Like I have to say, I don't actually, like yeah, that. <laughs> that I don't like. If I see a, a, a baby with a day bib... I think if it's not the it's right the day, day... You call social services. I, I'd rather... <laughs> Don't you? I'd rather um, sile a small sweatshirt than cover it with a bib <laughs> that's got the wrong day on it. I don't know about you. So I go think... on, Frank, what were you watching? <laughs> I watched um, Jonathan Ross and uh, Penn and Teller oh, on ITV2 last night. It's very... I loved it. It's good, isn't it? I, and it, it struck me that whenever I look at Penn and Teller, I always think, where are the two Russian dolls in between? <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Ooh, guitar. Um, <laughs> Stereophonics, The Bartender and The Thief, which I think was a episode title for the Jeremy Kyle show. <laughs> <on Tuesday. laughs> if not, definitely both in my back catalogue somewhere. Yeah, oh, certainly. <laughs> well, not, not at the moment, I hope. Um, <laughs> let's not discuss my back catalogue at the moment. No. Frank... Frank? Yes, oh, sorry, I was... <laughs> I was uh, looking Drift at, off there. Yeah. Um, just looking at the cover of the Daily Star. It's a bit rude, isn't it, member of the Royal Family? I haven't seen it. No, but that's put uh, 300,000 on the on the sales this week. <laughs> Go on, carry on. We've had a text in from Dean in Birmingham. Was it on 8, 12, 15? It was. Well, if anyone else wow. wants to text us about any subject, they can mm. do it on 8, 12, 15. What about that? Dean says, hi folks, after listening to the midweek podcast, can Frank please start our Saturday with another rendition of the steel drums? Quality. The steel drums? What, as in... (laughs) 30 kids now running for ice cream. (laughs) <laughs> out into an empty street. A little bit sad, but there you go, yeah. It's, you know, as I started off, I couldn't remember how to do it, and then towards mm. the end it got better. I would have done it for a minute and a half if I'd had to, mm. till I got to that stage. Who's okay. to say it? Five to ten, we might, <laughs> that might be the fallback plan a bit later. Oh, by, by five to ten, I'll have a whole orchestra assembled. <laughs> we'll be doing Underneath the Mango Tree. <laughs> One of my favourites. <laughs> me, honey, and me. I don't think you can... Uh, no. Can you? 
Apparently not. <laughs> oh, I had... Um, I've had a, um, a very cab-based week this week. I've, I've, for oh, some reason, congratulations. I've, yeah, I've got quite a lot of taxis. Mm. And um, one I didn't get into because I didn't want a cab, but one stopped for me. Now, this is a peculiar situation. Okay. How many times have you stood in the rain waving your hands about and no, no cabs have stopped? Yeah. Um, but this, I was walking along the street and a cab pulled up at the side of me and the cab driver said, do you want a lift? <laughs> I thought, no, you've got it completely, you a new boy. <laughs> you've got it completely the wrong way around it. I mean, then I realised I was wearing a, a, a small beanie hat with an orange light on top. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I made that bit up. He said, uh, no, this is so sweet. He said, I'm a big fan of yours. I just wondered if you want a lift anyway. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was really? moved. Mm. And... Um, he also said to me, I, I play Three Lions. It's a football song I did in 1996. Mm. Look it up. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he said, I play that every morning just to get me, uh, you know, awake oh, and right? ready. That's his version of the Rocky music. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, his version of the, the cockerel. Pumps, yeah. <laughs> That's his cockerel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, smashing, though. I like a bit of positive feedback. Me and Emily went to, uh, we went to a thing at the Royal Festival Hall on the south bank of the Thames. Of course <laughs> we did. And a bloke said, oh, man, I love your podcast. He said, I always listen to the, the one of the, the Saturday show, and my wife always listens to the, uh, the, the, the uh, not the weekend yeah. podcast that comes out on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We never found out what how they've become his and hers. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yes, we did that. We did that big uh, crochet item on the uh, not the midweek <laughs> podcast, <laughs> and a lot of stuff about child rearing, <laughs> um, which means bringing them up. That's the sort of this morning version of our show, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. With me and you as a sort of yeah, yeah. and um, and the um, cockerels fill vicaries. Cock- well, I oh, see well. him as Doctor Hillary. <laughs> Who you may remember was the doctor who uh, went with Sherpa Tenzin to the top of Everest. I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, why would it be? Um, do they sit, do you think, then, and tell each other about the respective podcasts that they've listened to? Oh, or are they just trying to save time? I don't like the idea of that. I mean, the, the podcast being retold, it just sounds a bit diluted. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I like, I like the fact that we've lapsed into an oral tradition. It's like being Homer and the Odyssey. <laughs> Part of a folk I like the feeling that the whole family gather around cross-legged, like you know at school when the when Miss does um, <laughs> stick of the dump, yes, <laughs> and you all sit around, uh, you know, absolutely hanging on every word. Mm. I'm liking to think that, that they sit down and they they tell the the tale, the yeah. tale of the podcast. And then a new man joined the cockerel. What? Yeah, that's exactly what would there be a thing that you pressed. I imagine there'd be a thing that you pressed, yeah, like, like a, felt, a felt book. <laughs> that's how I'd say it would go. I'm loving that we've uh, we've. Were they an estranged couple? Were they separately listening no. to a bit each? Uh, no, I don't think oh. they were estranged. Although he was there on his own, perhaps. Right. perhaps we didn't actually. know much about their perhaps relationship. The wa- oh, in come fairness. on, there was no. Let's face it, there was no wife. What do you think? <laughs> oh, fine. Well, yeah, now you've mentioned that. It's all sort of. He did mention something about her being inflatable. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to stop speaking to people altogether. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Guitar, 
Mm. That was, um, Thanks for pointing out the instruments in use. Is that we're going to end all songs this week? Well, some of them, for some, for some reason, they thought, well, let's just do a little bit of guitar on its own at the end. So oh, that was Kasabian, Fire. Frank. Three, all done, three people just ran out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do it in a, in a, in a hangdog laid back way. Yeah. Well, they do do that a lot at Absolute anyway. Fang. To do do that. To do do. Go on. Uh, you were talking earlier about a Birmingham who had changed his name by default. Hold on. <laughs> that is not a noun. Okay, a Birmingham. Sorry, you know I use it as a noun. And he's from Wolverhampton. People okay. from Wolverhampton don't like being associated okay. with Birmingham. They think it's the big, sophisticated, bright lights. They do. <laughs> Do you really call it a Birmingham? That's Sometimes. great. Sometimes. I like that. It's an affectionate thing. I love Birmingham. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> he changed his name by deed poll to Darth Vader, Frank. I yes. need hardly remind you of that. Matt, in some, somewhere called Nod's Own Country, says he's just Googled him and apparently this Darth Vader character is now a bouncer at the Pink Flamingo Bar in Wolverhampton. You see? Mm. And I, I presume he's still called Darth Vader. I presume so, yeah. I mean, that would be quite handy at work, wouldn't it? If you're a bouncer, you're going to have authority if the god Darth Vader says we've got to leave. Wouldn't health and safety be bringing you an asthma inhaler every 20 minutes? Yes. <laughs> you can't come in wearing trainers. <laughs> did, you say, did, you, did you say he's from Nod's own country? He called it Nod's yeah. own country. What that that's a, that's a mis, I think it's a misprint. No, oh, it's oh, it a could be Noddy Holder. Holder. Noddy Holder oh, Frank, yeah, it's Noddy Holder. Oh, I think your impression was tiptoeing towards being the elephant man, actually. <laughs> well, I find it's a very fine line. Anything under a hood. <laughs> yes, I, I, can, I can do both, <laughs> if, if required. <laughs> Frank. I don't know why they couldn't have found a part for the Elephant Man in Star Wars, I'll never know. True, true, he could have been in that bar, couldn't he? Yeah, well, he did slot in a treat in that bar. <laughs> he could have been in that bar. That bar, everyone knows about that bar, don't they? Oh, yes. The Star oh, Bar, be, I think you'll find. There will be um, listeners texting in the exact name of the bar soon. He could have been um, like selling bonds <laughs> in there. Because they like a bon, elephants. <laughs> Do they? Oh, God, yeah, they love a bon. They don't like a mouse, they like a bon. That's the things to remember about elephants. <laughs> Yeah. Frank, we've had a text in... And, of course, if he was waiting terribly, he wouldn't need a notebook. No. No. So don't, they don't forget all oh, the memories on them. Leave it. Look at the memories on that elephant. Have you ever heard that said? <laughs> Go on, carry on. Mike has texted in. Mike? Yes, I believe he's a webcam fan. I know this because he said, Frank, is that Shaken Stevens' old jacket you've got on? Oh, yeah, that's a bit... I am wearing... Accurate. Uh, that's a bit accurate, Mike. It is, uh, it is Shaken I, I took it from the, the wardrobe um, with the green door. <laughs> it was now it is I'm wearing a denim jacket today and I must admit I, this denim jacket has put me into that place of am I too old for a denim jacket no. I like it on you it's, fine. it's got it's a totally quadrophenia fine. button detail yep nice mm. touch it has got that yeah uh, somebody has texted in I or emailed in I can't tell which oh, I was almost this communication there's been care. some communication I, I'd settle for a smoke signal this morning <laughs> <laughs> The pigeon has just arrived with the following message. Oh, okay. I heard the dark bird about... The following message. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the voices today. <laughs> I reckon I could combine the three. <laughs> I'm not a pigeon. I'm a human being. <laughs> there you go. Derek Jacoby's wandered in now. <laughs> Was it too camp? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Now, go on, what did the pigeon say? I'm not sure this missive is going to follow this. <laughs> I heard the Darth Vader bouncer was fired for excessive use of the Force. Oh. Series done. Oh. Series done. Oh. Keep them coming, people. <laughs> <laughs> now, Frank, I'd like to talk to you briefly about something. 
Oh dear. Oh, well, no, it's to do with the story. Did you guys see that tennis story this week? I'll recap very briefly. Surely the tennis stories are over for no. another year, aren't they? You would think that <laughs> I thought so. thought we could relax on the tennis stories. Fine. You would think so, but the Swedish Open is going on. I know it's not a glamour fixture, but, you know, hear me out on this. Because something interesting happened. Okay. It was the world number one, who I believe is called Caroline Wozniacki, and she was playing, there was a French player called Alice Cornet. I'm loving it Match so point. Far. Mm-hmm. Match all, point. All the pronunciations are coming out. <laughs> I'm always good with the pronunciations. Okay. Match point. Okay, I'm Match on the point. edge of my seat. Alice Cornet. Her mobile goes off. There's no. a ringing around the court. Caroline Wozniecki, oh, doing that thing people do when a mobile goes off. Then she realises it's her opponent's mobile. Oh, goodness. So where was the mobile then? In her bags. You know, they have that little area. A oh, they area. left a bag with their uh, Robinson's, the Robinson's barley sco- water yes. and two bananas. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was in the little area. You see, again, you know, I've said many times on this show, if I'd been a professional tennis player, I would have taken advantage of these things. I would come on, I'd have the bag, I'd have the Robinson's barley water, I'd have a mobile log fire, <laughs> a small rog and two red setters. <laughs> I would make a little home of that area around my seat I could, where I could really relax. And can you get rid of this canvas thing and get me a nice leather Chesterfield? <laughs> And I'd really, I'd settle in between, I'd, I'd read a book in between, uh, a nice old leather bound, you know, something, uh, maybe uh, collected uh, spectator, Joseph Addison, sitting there with, with a bit of uh, 18th century moralising going on. Anyway, and when I got up to play the next thing, I'd go, oh! I'd do that when I, when I got out. That they do not pat, do, do they? they I'd don't pat, creak pat out. the dogs, sure. give, the, give, the, um, give the fire a bit of a poke and I'd be, I'd be back out there. <laughs> Don't, uh, if you got if if they give you an area, make the best of it. <laughs> That's what I say. I'm, we'll come back to the uh, to that lady. I'm going to. Uh, this is one of my choices. I think this is just all summery and lovely, and it makes me feel uh, like I'm slightly in liquid form. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Sally started it all, Martha's and Arthur's. That's mm. all you need to know. <laughs> Scribble that down. Nice. I should do that thing they used to do on Blue Peter when they say, right, get a pencil and paper ready, we'll be giving out the uh, details. Yeah. After, after we've just um, took the dog for a walk or whatever they did on I was never Blue. able to do that. My parents were all sleeping off hangovers, never had oh, pencil and paper. Oh, don't, don't. Um, Frank, we've had a text in 131. Was the tennis player penalised for making a racket? Oh, just, just in case you've just tuned in this second, then when he was just yeah. telling us about a tennis player who uh, Caroline Wozniacki and Alice Cornet. Yes, and uh, they're um, you would don't put Alice in the corner. <laughs> uh, no one, no, no one. Put. The, the f- a phone went off at a, a crucial moment yes. in the match uh, point. I think you'll find. Oh God. Well, Caroline... And, of course, the whole game stopped because when she looked at the phone, it said no service. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, Frank. Thank you very much. (laughs) But apparently... And relax. It was okay because Caroline ended up winning the game. So it was fine. She wasn't too cross with the lease. Those of you tuning in for the Frank Skinner show, that we're going to stay with the tennis. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I feel like Georgie Thompson. I quite like it, talking about the circuit. I feel like Georgie Thompson, but um, it's far hard to get a cab this time, then we'll never get over it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I felt, a, I experienced a rare emotion, Frank, uh, empathy, when yeah. I heard that story, because that's happened to me before. It happened to me... <laughs> Can I stop you there? <laughs> uh-huh. Do you know that when um, 
Who was the woman who was married to John Thor? Sheila Hancock. Yeah, Sheila yeah. Hancock. When Sheila Hancock did um, Room 101, mm. one of the things she tried to put into Room 101 was lack of empathy. <laughs> <laughs> I, isn't that brilliant? I love the idea of very abstract concepts yeah. in uh, Room... I'd like to put in um, on ease <laughs> into Room 101, please. <laughs> um, uh, oh, and dusk. I'd like dusk. to put in... Yeah. <laughs> It's not a productive time of day. No, it's, well, you know, it's neither one thing nor the other. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Uh, same thing happened to me once. I'm sure it's happened to you guys. On what? match point? No, not on match point. Oh. I'd given up the tennis by then. <laughs> OK. Um, I was at uh, Phil Jupiter's live recording of oh, one yeah. of his gigs. Yeah, it was for his DVD, I think. Mm-hmm. And I had quite good seats. I was quite near the front row. I yeah. can't remember how I'm not got. impressed yet, but keep talking. <laughs> It's not bad. Come on, it could have been worse. Yeah, um, I love Phil Jupiter. And then, yeah, so my phone starts going. Well, you know what my phone sounds like. I have Frank calls it. Frank calls says, "Is that Cliff Richards' um, car alarm?" Because it's it's sort of church bells. It is church it? bells. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, and I knew it was mine. It was it was, unrec- it was recognizably mine. So um, it just carried on for some time. And you know what I did? I kicked it under my seat. I didn't. I didn't fess up. <laughs> I kicked oh, my bag away. Oh, no, you're not one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was telling me that they were at an opera in New York and a woman's phone... Not only did a woman's phone go, and she said, I, I came there to voice, I can't talk now, I'm watching Simon Buckingham <laughs> <laughs> And then, then there was a pause and she went, mm, so-so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't it bad enough so-so. for the people <laughs> that they heard a terrible review halfway through the show? <laughs> oh... It's a nightmare. Well, I was I was at um, the British Museum last night, oh. watching at a, at a talk by Karen Armstrong. Do you know her? Ex non and bit of an expert on all things. I'm religious. not impressed yet to quote you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't stopped dancing yet. Everybody. <laughs> okay. And um, she started talking about the, the the meaning of the word belief and how it's changed. And she said, you know, it, now it just means like to think that something's true. It used to mean like commitment, absolute commitment. And just as she said, absolute commitment. How can I put this? Um, someone broke wind with with <laughs> tremendous volume. <laughs> it wasn't a. It didn't. It wasn't a lingering. It was a staccato rap of a of a of a wind. I'm, I mean, it might, I suppose it, it could have been a very misjudged um, phone ringtone. <laughs> oh, I, somebody at the back going, oh, sorry, a text was coming. <laughs> exactly. But it was, um, I mean, there was a lot of old people there, and I think, you know, with old people, often they're as surprised as we are. Yeah. It's like dogs, yeah. But um, no one laughed, and that was what was brilliant, because it was a British museum, I think, where people are there to study mankind. They just accepted that as part of the whole package. And nobody nobody laughed. You know, if that had happened in the school assembly, they'd have had to take us out on stretches. <laughs> we, we would have laughed. Um, and it, I, I, it was... Uh, I, I wasn't happy with it. But, um, you know, the woman might have been deaf. She might not have, not have even known it occurred at all. But... Um, it, it, it it set me on edge, mm. I'll be honest with you. That there's going to be more. <laughs> well, I just, I thought, oh, that to me is impaired. You know, when I look back on this evening, I feel that's what I'm going to remember, not the wisdom that's coming from the stage. Yeah. If only that woman could develop um, a windbreakage that went... <laughs> <laughs>
Then, you know, people think, oh, silly elf, all the phone's gone off, and it wouldn't be quite so embarrassing. If, if wind behaved like birdsong. <laughs> if wind birds. behaved like birdsong is actually the title of um, my new drama on, uh, <laughs> on Absolute Theatre. I don't know if you know, they're, they're, they're bringing out uh, Absolute Theatre as the new Absolute Station. Yeah. There's, uh, there's no uh, money in commercial radio, but there's a lot in commercial radio theatre. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, me and Christian O'Connell as uh, two gentlemen of Verona. It, I, it yeah. kicks the whole thing off. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Mm, I can't then, wait. Um, yeah, and uh, well, we won't Frank one three one is an excellent someone who's kicked the habit. Thank oh, you, 131's one. One, one of our regulars. He's on fire. In fact, I met a bloke the other week. I was at, um, I can't remember where I was at now. I was at uh, some sort of West End opening, probably. Rob Ryden, you did that. And a bloke said to me, oh, I'm a regular texter <laughs> to your show. I said, you're not 131, are you? He said, no, I'm, I'm Craig. He said, I don't text so much now because one week I texted him about calling out your name in, in the bedroom and you reprimanded me for being ribald, and I've been insecure since then. Oh, no. You've got to be careful. You've got to be sensitive with them. <laughs> what, in the bedroom? See, now you've done <laughs> people's feelings. <laughs> They're like peaches, these listeners. They've got to be handed I'm handled trying to do a clean show here. I mean, that, you know, <laughs> there was a time, five years ago, if I was doing the stuff about phones going off and people breaking wind, I would have definitely done a ringtone joke. Not anymore. Mystify in excess. Mm. Now, we're now doing a big uh, reality show. Are they? Yeah, it's called uh, The Only Way in Excess. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't decide whether to do that or was whether, I, whether I was uh, saying that I've always been had real um, trouble, lingering trouble about the whole sense of in excess. I've got sort of in excess baggage. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have gone for that. Well, well when, we do the, yeah. when we do the actual record... You've covered all the bases now, which is good. Oh, I've covered all the bases. <laughs> um, Frank, texting on five four si- from 546. Don't, I don't, don't I change the text number at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Text from... I don't want to get Christian O'Connell out of bed because a load of them's gone to his um, personal text thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually white. He wears a kind of a text receiver harness. <laughs> so even when he's not on air, he doesn't miss any, uh, he doesn't miss any good stuff. He's a pro. I've not met him. I'm, you know, we, we miss quite a lot of stuff that comes just while we're on air. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Text from uh, 546. Hi, Team Frank. Looked at webcam. That might mean they don't know, haven't learned your name yet, Alan. Yeah. Team Frank, they're covering No, against- they're just being cool. Okay. Hi, Team Frank. Looked at webcam for the first time and thought you had a posh digital clock on the wall displaying 12 minutes and 15 seconds past eight. It's the text number. <laughs> yes. Yes. We write the uh, the text number on a whiteboard in enormous letters because although we've been doing this show for, what, two years, yeah. we still need quite a large aide de memoire for uh, <laughs> for the text number. It's pathetic, I know. It is 8.12.15, anyway, if you're interested. I've only been doing the show, what, about a month, and now I've realised that there's a webcam. I'm going to have to start to dress nicer on Saturday yeah. mornings. I thought, I thought you were just deliberately flying in the face of popular opinion by dressing like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. 
I don't want any silences. One of you are going to have to speak or I'll speak. And if I speak, it's going to go on for ten minutes. It's up to you. It's your choice. Well, I have... I'll tell you another cab story, if you like. No, we've had an email I'd like to read <laughs> out. so many cab things this week. What is it with me? Frank, we've had a German email. A German email? Yes. Does it begin Guten Morgen? No. Mm. It begins Dear All. Dear All. Yeah. It's okay. from Hoffman. Mark oh, Hoffman. Well, that should be a tale and a half. Mm. <laughs> Carry on. Dear all, I nearly did an accent, but I stopped Don't myself. do the accent, I won't. No. Das ist verboten. You can do German, actually, because I think they're in a, they're in a powerful... You can say das ist verboten. Yeah, they're in a powerful position. Okay. It's not... Um, yeah. It's OK. Can I do that? Dear all, my wife... <laughs> no, 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 I'm bored, already bored with the German accent. <laughs> My wife and I enjoy listening to the Frank Skinner show every Saturday. Mm. It has become some sort of ritual for us. Well, they love a ritual. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on. As we both enjoy the English humour very Uh, much. Well, thank you. I would like to ask you the following. I'm a bit worried that I'm its sole representative. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Am I its Scottish humour? He says he would like to ask you the following. My wife and I have our wedding anniversary today and I was wondering if you could have Frank send out some greeting to my wife, Katerina, from Munich. I know this is not a regular I am greeting all my friends type of radio show, no. but I thought I'd give it a try since we are such huge fans. Thank you very much and keep up the great work, Mark. Well, I'm afraid the answer is nine. <laughs> no. um, yes, if that was a, how many people are in the tapas bar question... The answer is nine. <laughs> okay. Nine. This Scottish thing that you do, Alan, I just can't buy it. You just don't sound... If you're going to be Scottish, sound Scottish. Don't do not do a Rod Stewart on me. I think I was trying to take it as a, uh, as a way of you saying that you were the sole representative of English humour, and I didn't know if you meant that you were the one that was being funny. I was just thinking, oh, God. Of course he... I didn't mean that, for goodness I've sake. I've overreacted, Frank. I've overreacted. You have. Anyway, <laughs> we should point out that the Cockrell is Scottish by birth. Cockrell. <laughs> Sorry, that Alan. <laughs> Alan Cockrell is, is Scottish by birth, even yeah. though he sounds, uh, well, he sounds as Yorkshire as it gets to me. Mm. Someone has, uh, has texted in with, um, I, I was going to change my partner's name by deed poll, because we were talking about deed poll. I don't think you can do other the... people. You can't do a deed poll as a prank. <laughs> well... <laughs> He suggested he was going to do it for her birthday present to the registration number of her car. It's cheaper than a personalised number plate. Like it. Clever. Always got one eye on the housekeeping money, that gentleman there. Clever. Does that mean if I wrote a song um, that was like, had words, and it went, in the morning I get up and then I go to work, that the people who did that (laughs) ringtone would have to pay me royalties? Possibly, Okay, we can do these things in reverse, you see. Uh, we were talking about when uh, phones go off in an awkward oh, yeah. situation. So have you had any phones? Well, I, I, tell, I must admit I'm a very big checker of phones. I'm, oh. I get very... You're, you're a chubby. I am. I get very <laughs> edgy about it. And my text message is like a, a horn. It you know, sort of goes... <laughs> like that. So uh, if it does go off, I always say, oh, oh, that's my car. And people are OK if you make a kind of a, <laughs> a gag of it like that. Um, my ringtone is a more like a sort of a space age... Yes. Um, type of sound, and so I just I just look nervously at the skies if that goes off. But I, I very very rarely happens to me. I had a mate who occasionally, and I love this, he would occasionally take out his handkerchief, go to blow his nose, but instead of blowing his nose, he'd just he'd just say, "Pop," <laughs> <laughs> and then put it back in his pocket. A fabulous sort of Beano sound effect, and that oh man, that made me. So and your happy. phone did ring once when we were on air. 
and it was your manager. Oh, no. In the middle of the show. I think he was ringing to say 2012 units sold. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, if it's business, that's yeah. different. <laughs> anyway, we, we must go to the, the news because uh, Sandy Waters stands around drumming her fingers in a threatening <laughs> manner. Um, but if, you, if you've ever been in a situation where your phone's gone off uh, in, a, in, a, in an embarrassing... Um, I don't want to say situation no. again. Moment. Oh. Moment. Mo- uh, yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> I think that is... I'm calling that the uh, the phoning. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if, if your phone's ever gone off in an embarrassing situation, let us know on 8, 12, 15. Oh, God. I feel we've ended the first half on a bit of a downer. Frank Skinner. Radio. Garbage. Stupid girl. That's you enough have... about my reviews. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People think they've come in on an argument. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just saw that um, Rebecca Brooks on the news. You know oh. the woman from the news, the the big, the red-headed, the red-headed of news international yeah. person. I, 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 um. What do you make of that hair? Well, what do you think I make of it? <laughs> I mean, all I would say is, if you've got a press conference coming up, a little bit of serum, put it on the ends. Always yeah. nice. Just respect. Do you think she dyes it? Because it looks... I'll tell you what it is. She's got that problem. Do you remember, do you remember that famous academy? Was that bloke was he called Brian Park? Was that what he was called? Is that what he was called? And his, his hair was too young for his face. You know, you get that with people. Oh, right. oh yeah. And I think, maybe it's because she's had a difficult week and it's very haggard, but her hair is too young <laughs> for her face. Or maybe it's calmer face. Well, it looks like, if you can imagine, if you haven't seen her, if you can imagine John Sargent peering out from under an elaborate <laughs> hanging basket. <laughs> it looks like that. <laughs> and I think I think you've got to um, you've got to try and theme the two together in some way. That's why I've let my hair go grey. As my face has gone grey, <laughs> it's gone grey. I've had my face highlighted <laughs> to look more grey. Well, I've noticed oh. she's gone for no makeup look as well. Yeah, well, she doesn't want to look too haughty. Well, I was going to say that might be a sort of respect thing. It's a strategy, yeah. isn't it? It's mm. a strategy. It's a Andy Coulson like. should have gone the other way and come out looking like Lily Savage. <laughs> He, he Morning, gents. Well. Yeah, I wear the makeup in this. Uh, then that would well suggest that she wears the trousers, thus laying the responsibility. See, it could have all been. They don't think it through, these people. No, I really don't. Um, Frank, we've had a couple of texts in. Well, for that. Re, mobile phones going off. No, I like re. Um, we've had one. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm a big fan of knee as well. <laughs> you know, knee in a, in a maiden name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was knee. Have I got that wrong? Is it nay? Is it, it is in Yorkshire. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, this is uh, Rebecca Wade. Nay, Brooks. <laughs> it's like that, isn't it? Actually, she was, think, she was think, Kemp. She was Kemp, briefly. She was never Kemp. No. They never oh, married, she did they? She, never, she didn't take oh, his name. Oh, I love name. that you know the showbiz gossip. She didn't take his name, I don't think. Don't think no. so. No. Because I, I think he, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. He could wear the wig. He'd look like <laughs> her as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe she, maybe he was, maybe she doesn't exist. Maybe it's him. He's his uh, alter ego. He's standing under a hanging basket somewhere. <laughs> exactly. I can believe that. <laughs> oh, cheap skirt suits. Anyway, um, nine eight four has texted in. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I saw the best man at a wedding turn a strange facial colour when his mobile rang to the theme tune from Terry and June. 
That's Ooh. not good. No. We've also had. Can't in... remember what Danny is either. That's annoying. Was it? Da, 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 da. No, that's no, man no. about the house. That's why I know that. Carry on. Someone um, will text in the theme tune okay. from Terry and Jill. How will they do that? All in they musical will. notation. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> is there not a text? Um, <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I think there is. <laughs> Frank, um, 069, my phone once went off whilst I was in Basildon Crown Court, about to be sentenced. Oh, dear. What? About, about ten years ago. Oh, no. He said it was when he used to get into trouble. The judge looked straight at me and said, looked straight at me and said, put that away, young man. Yes. And Lee oh, we got it out. Lee in Brentwood <laughs> says, um, I could have died, lol. And to be fair, I think that's a that's an accurate use of that. Yeah. What? It sounds like he's come good, doesn't it? When he used to be uh, used to get into trouble. It sounds like he's learnt the error of his ways. I don't just mean on mobile phone etiquette. No, I, li- I like <laughs> I, 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 I always crime. Yeah, I always like uh, a reformation. That's yeah, fabulous. I, I, I'm amazed that we're getting so many of these. It I should thought... have said "roll" at the end, ring out loud. <laughs> 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 you missed an opportunity, but you know, I know he's had to turn down a lot of opportunities in recent years. I imagine things left on the back seat to cars, doors left to John. He's just walked past, and God bless him for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm amazed that anybody has these stories. I thought everybody. Well, I, I, my phone is nearly always on vibrate or silent or. Yeah, but so are you, Alan. Yes, I know, yeah. I'm very vibrating. Yes, you are. You're right. It's a, it's a trembling thing no, since we've got the whippet. You know what I mean? You're a man who, who I feel chooses your words carefully. You've got that northern thing. Yeah, I don't, mm. I, I don't really feel a need. I'd, I'd prefer a missed call to an embarrassing ring. I don't like the din. It's the din of life no, that I can exasperates that. me. <laughs> <laughs> and when I used to have a Nokia, I quite liked putting it on meeting because I'm not a man whose life is awash with meetings and no. I always thought it was an aspirational lifestyle decision. <laughs> I'm not even aware of them. I'm not aware of the meeting setting. The meeting was a setting on the oh, Nokia really? and, uh, and you could put it on there and and this woman that was at the tennis match, she must have had hers on outdoor because to be able to, <laughs> to be able to hear it from a bag at the other side of a tennis court that, that must be a loud phone. It's good that we've had two stories about um, phones going off in the court now. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tennis court. How remarkable. Court. I'm now going to do the most fabulous segue I've done in my whole history as a radio presenter. This is the four with telephone thing. Oh. Brilliant. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I don't think you could play a more apt song this week, and that was a telephone thing by the four. How wonderful. Mm. Now, Frank, we've been talking a lot about uh, Rebecca Brooks, and obviously that that was um, that was the big news story. I think we can say this week. But there was another story, which was uh, the Harry Potter premiere. Oh, I yes. felt a bit sorry for them; got a bit taken over. Didn't <laughs> Slightly it? bad timing. A little in the bit end, ruined for oh, them. Oh, what a shame! Well, no, I wasn't upset because I loathe Harry Potter. Oh, really? I actually strong. loathe it. Quite strong. Mm, it is quite strong. I like the fact you say you love Harry Potter as if it's the individual. <laughs> no, I don't oh. loathe Daniel Radcliffe. I love him. Oh, I just really? don't like the whole franchise. I, I don't get like um, it. very uneasy whenever uh, Daniel Radcliffe is on screen as Daniel Radcliffe. He's, he seems a man who's, I mean, he's a young man. He's, you know, and he, he, one can be gauche at that age. Mm. <laughs> uh, and he seems very on. He seems. Um, a bit like Ed Miliband in that he seems to be trapped behind the face that he doesn't much care for. Do you know what I mean? No, uh, no. He's not happy. You know, people, he's not happy with his own face. I sense that. Oh. Yeah. 
Right. No, I don't know. I'm afraid I'm going to have to disagree. And it's not just because I went back and, and I've met not, him. I, he is actually extremely confident, personable young man. Oh, uh, okay. Well, maybe I've I've missed. I've never I've never met any of the. Oh, I've, I've met um, I've met Grinto. <laughs> Grinto. Grinto. <laughs> well, I think I think Grinto's turned out to be the best looking of the three. I'll be honest it's with you. Who'd have thought oh, that? Oh no, Daniel's Grint. the best. Pardon? Is that his name? Rupert Grint. Rupert Grint. Yeah, Grinto. Just in case anyone think it's it's a character from Harry Potter. <laughs> Grinto. It's a soft drink from <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> One nice bottle of Grinto. <laughs> Ginger beer. <laughs> but mm? what I found extraordinary was that people were queuing for five days to see the Harry Potter cast. In Trafalgar, so they were camping out, Frank. That is brilliant. But it's not brilliant. No, I love no. that. Five no, days? I... What, to go and see Grinto walk up some stairs and walk back down again? Yeah, but you got to remember, these people, they're, they're commemorating the, the death of their childhood. You know what I mean? They've yeah. grown up with the, the, the Potters. And, uh, and suddenly... Um, <laughs> Didn't Johnny Vegas? Didn't he grow up with the Potters? <laughs> Johnny Vegas, got that. No, so I, I although I, I, I've never read the books because they're for children. I, I, I'm You've never read the books yet because you're a property owning adult with a driving license and a credit card. But I have seen, I've seen a few of the films, and I, I think they're rather fine. Mm-hmm. What about that? And I love the idea of people that go into the trouble of queuing. I mean, let's face it. What are the peace camp doing? They're queuing for peace. <laughs> That's all they're doing, isn't it? They're sitting there in tents all day, and just when I say intense, I don't mean that they're anxious. <laughs> I mean they're in, they're in they're in bivouac. I think people under the age of sort of eighteen, I would allow, mm-hmm. but I think adults doing that. It's like queuing. What are you queuing for? Or oh, camping out? Oh, SpongeBob SquarePants is in town. <laughs> would you do that? It's embarrassing. Well, I queued ninety minutes for an Elmer Fudd hat once. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. It was very, very cold. I was in Boston in February. And I'm, as many of you know, it can be bitter out there. And um, I, my ears were absolutely numb with the cold. And there was a shop that sold those Elmer Fudd hats that, you, you know, you're not under you, your chin. I think you mean Elmer Fudd style hats. I thought you meant like a, a cartoon hat. Like a cartoon hat's no good in a cold wind. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Okay. No, no, I, well, it's what I would call an Elmer Fudd hat. So I, right, I, it, yeah. was, it was shot, the shop, so I had to, I had to wait for it to open. <laughs> so I, I sort of sheltered in its doorway. And mm-hmm. you'd think, oh, I'd never wear one of those hats. I couldn't get it mm. on quick enough. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, I have a bugbear with overnight queuing of any kind. I just think it's uh, just just wait, wait till it's out, or see it another time. No, but you miss it. You see, if you're queuing for tickets, for example, mm. for something. Yeah, you don't. I think really the queue. Have you never indulged in extreme queuing? Oh God, no. I mean, I, 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 I think it's forgivable if it's just during the daylight hours, but overnight queuing. It's disrespectful to the homeless for a start. <laughs> I mean, it's in Leicester Square, and suddenly there's 300 people queuing overnight, and the homeless are like, "Oh, well, welcome, tourists." Yeah, that's like, that's what it was like for us heavy drinkers at uh, New, Year, New Year's Eve when the, the part timers started blocking the bar. Speaking of which, I suppose it slightly uh, took some of the starlight away from the homeless when I used to queue for 20 minutes for the local grocery shop to open so I could buy loose sherry at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you just tread on the homeless's toes. They should... Uh, they need to tuck in a bit more on the back side of the pavement. This is Frank Skinner. Sweet disposition, temper trap. Nice. 
Mm. Now that's, that, I've just got the patent for it this week. It's the sweet disposition <laughs> temper trap. Oh, well, that sounds good. Yeah. What happens is as, as your temper's coming out, it um, <laughs> a, a small portcullis closes across uh, your mouth. It's, it's housed in the nostrils, it comes down, and it stops you uh, being abusive. I, ne- I needed that this morning. I had a bit Ooh, of a yeah, yeah. I had a tiff this morning. Yeah. You, like had, you had a moment. I, I did have a moment. You know, Moments. You're allowed a moment. I'd like to apologise to my colleagues for my moment. Oh. No, I was happy with it. Were you? Yeah, I, I think I work better <laughs> if there's tension in the air. <laughs> it, um, it seems to gather my shoulders together. Sometimes my shoulders can hang very loose, but after that I felt they were up. I could, I could feel them rubbing against my earlobes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good thing. Now, we, ha- we had a text earlier that just said, is this absolute radio? <laughs> with, a, with a question mark. No, no, because it sounds different from normal, no explanation, or I'm testing my phone. But I like that. I think what I like about it is I think every news bulletin played on it ends with the words, this is absolute radio. <laughs> it's, it's pretty frequently <laughs> mentioned, isn't it? What it, it seems is. to suggest, I feel that we're letting the side down, that's what I'm taking us at. Is this, what, is this <laughs> absolute radio? Well, thank you very much. Well, I certainly won't be listening to this. And gone. That's what I'm thinking. But well, didn't even finish the sentence, just gone. <laughs> Perhaps it's someone watching the webcam and wondering, is this absolute radio? Well, do you think their webcam, they're on a bit of a, a click wonder and they've ended up on the webcam, don't know what it is. Well, they know the number, don't they? It's on the wall there. No, yeah, well, they probably thought, <laughs> they've, you know, we're trapped in a borstal, should have been released 25 years ago. I'm, uh, I'm slightly concerned to discover that this has got a webcam because I was given some uh, un, unrequested grooming advice this week. Always a risk. Since I was last here. Mm. A complete stranger said to me in a in a gathering, a public place, and she said, um, you should have blow-dried tonight. (laughs) I think that's what she said. (laughs) Obviously, I had to fight the temptation to not quite hear her properly. But that was it. Did she really say that? She said, you should have blow-dried tonight. See, you know, with my invention, your sweet disposition temper (laughs) trap would have closed down and you'd have been all right, they would have stopped an incident. And as it was, I was incandescent with rage. Were you? They were a good band, candescent. Yeah. (laughs) I... uh, I think what it was was that it was one of my many uh, two-shower days in the, in the last week. I've Ooh. had quite a few two-shower days. Oh, I'm going to call you two-shower turtle <laughs> from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the hot weather. I think it's maybe the hot weather or maybe it's age. I'm starting to take more pride. Oh, I thought you meant you forget you've already had a shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't... Your, my your, your hair is not, well. um, if I may say, it's not elaborate, is it? No, it's just a normal... I'm imagining you don't do anything with it. You wash yeah, it and, and you're, leave you're it. a wash-and-go chap, are well, that, you? Well, I think that was her very point. If, if oh, you blow-dried it, it'd have a bit more body. I'm sorry for reminding you of the abuse. No, I like the way, I like the way it is. It's I like blow it. blow-dried it today. Although I do quite like Saturday afternoons because I have a sort of a tuft that's created by headphones from the Saturday mornings now. <laughs> I worry about... Hair. Can I be honest? I worry about men with blow dries. It's a bit... It's a bit... I like Charlie Brooker, but when he was on the 10 o'clock show, see, that put me off him, when his hair went all Blake Carrington. Yeah, yeah. a bit quiffy. Yes, it oh, really right. did. I like... I like the lack of product on Frank's hair, for example. Well, I was... Um, I, I did a TV show this week. I did the Rob Brighton show. Mm. And uh, on the way there... And it, it was... It's out. It's, it's out in... Uh, Teddington, which mm. is about from where I live, is about seven or eight miles, probably. And the driver had every window open mm. in the cab. Now I know <laughs> that the, these this particular cab company are told in hot weather that they have to have the aircon on. But apparently, aircon, if you're driving all day, can use ten fifteen percent extra petrol. Oh, this bloke had made a decision; oh. <laughs> he was going to save. 
So I thought, well, so I'm in a wind tunnel in the back. By the time I arrived, I was I, I was bouffant. <laughs> I did. I had. The, I looked like an 18th century fop in some sort of graying periwig, you know. And uh, I didn't want Rob Bryan to think it was, you know, some sort of um, some reference. Boof. Reference. Well, some yeah. No. Yeah. So, Hair-based dig. Yeah, so it can happen accidentally. To be fair, I was I was blow dried against my will <laughs> by a cab driver. <laughs> happens often. Yeah, um, but I'd, normally I wouldn't know if someone had or, or hadn't. But I, I mean, I envy you because I do put a bit of product on. You see, but I, I envy the fact that your hair is it's got you know, it's got that sort of prisoner look, which I like. Prisoner, <laughs> yeah, prisoner. Okay. Fine. I'm just. He doesn't look prisoner. No, but he's a man. You know, he's big. He's from the north, and he doesn't mess about with his hair. It all fits in. He doesn't. He's very no nonsense. The cockerel. Am I there right? Is a bit of me that would quite like to just shave it all off. That's how no nonsense no, I do feel that, about it. That's my head. Oh, you know, no, don't do that. Next head. thing you know, you'll be wearing those just those white sort of slip-on trainers and an England shirt. Oh, no, that will not be me. <laughs> and those shorts that sort of end at the knee will become one of those terrifying... No, 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 no I okay. will not. I realise that, that that's 80% of the absolute <laughs> listeners. I apologise to you all. Turning the off button. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, mm. No. I, but the the fact of giving unprompted Unsolicited. grooming... Oh, I would never do that. If Frank had turned up here today in some open-toed sandals, I would mm. have never said pedicure time. I wouldn't have done it. I Like, I just wouldn't... I wouldn't think to say to somebody you ought to push your cuticles back or something like no. that. No. Well, I would, but... Would you? Yeah. <laughs> I've never pushed my cuticles back in my life, and they're amazing. It's one of the one of the, the natural things about me that I'm pleased by. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad to... I had the ultimate, I think, uh, middle-aged man's um, grooming disaster this week when I cut my ear shaving. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, was, I, thought, I thought I'll get this out with a razor. Why, why pluck? Because I'm, I'm getting ear hair now. It, oh. I, I'm not kidding you. It would it would take a small ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that. I'm thinking I might do cornrows. <laughs> Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. If you want to text us about anything? We're on eight twelve fifteen. Mm. If you don't, forget that number. <laughs> it's no use to you. Disregard it. Yeah. If you want to establish whether it's Absolute Radio, it is. It is. It's Absolute <laughs> Radio. This is Frank Skinner. I'm with Emily Dean. I'm with Alan Cochran. <laughs> Good morning. I think that's sense. all you need to know. <laughs> now, Frank, Alan was complaining. I'd, I'd go so what? far as to say complaining about some unsolicited grooming advice you'd had. Mm-hmm. The woman said... You should have blow-dried. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm actually with him on this because I, I didn't get advice... I got a review, an unsolicited hair review uh, this week. Because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but my hair's gone a few shades darker. No? Did you notice that, Alan? Yes. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. oh yeah, I, I like it. Do you? I do, I really like it. Yeah. I feel you have to de-wag sometimes when you have highlights. You do have to de-wag. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I, had tried... a do- I had a dog that couldn't do it. <laughs> in the end, it lost four stone in a month and died. <laughs> Right, you know what I mean by yeah. wag. No. It just otherwise you it's a dangerous tightrope with these with a rogue caramel, one rogue caramel and then suddenly, you know, you're the caramel look- is a highlight, isn't it? Yeah, that's a highlight. Oh, okay. So I was worried it was getting a bit colleen, if you know what I mean. So I thought <laughs> okay. I might go more down a sort of burnt molasses route. That's what uh, sort of Burmese cat colour. Okay. So I advised my stylist. Yeah. We reached a colour we both I liked. I like burnt molasses. It's yeah. like, a, like there's a big disaster in one of the Uncle Remus stories. 
Yeah, uh, okay. We reached a colour we were both happy with. Oh, so that's... Is, is that... But what what I'm looking at now, mm. is it a colour that, that you've arrived at or is it a colour you were born with? Um, it's very close to my natural colour. Oh, close to your natural yeah, colour. Yeah, it's close okay, to my natural colour. fair enough. That's good. So that's we had a long discussion thing. about this and then I was very happy with it. My Scouse friend, Tony, saw him. He's one of the first people I, I saw. And they're famously forthright. They're very forthright, mm-hmm. the Scousers. He yeah. said, I said, and brusque. And brusque. You can see where I'm going. <laughs> he said, They're um, brusque forthright. <laughs> Ironically, we could not see where you were going. You could no. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great Penn and Teller type show? Is, you know, their thing is that a magician comes on and they work out yeah. where he's at. If, if comedians came on, and then when you saw where the, where the punchline was going, you rang a bell and told them the end of their own joke. <laughs> so, okay, so he so comes he over said, the, the Scouse um, man. You've changed your hair. I said, yeah. He said, looks much better. Much better. That's all right, isn't it? That's no, good. that's not all right, Frank. Because that's implying I had the worst hair ever no, prior no, to that. No, it isn't. It is. No, that's like when people, Star Wars fans, will often say the Empire Strikes Back is mm. better than the original Star Wars. Mm. They still love the original Star Wars. They're just, you know, they're just making a point that... No. Oh, OK. I won't have it. There are three <laughs> responses. When a woman gets her hair done, can I tell you the three responses? There are three things you should say. OK. I've actually got, I've got a list of them. I'm going to write mm-hmm. them down. All There's right. method one. Pens at the ready. I call it the gush. The gush. Very straightforward. The gush. You look amazing. Your hair looks great. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I can do that. Good, a little phony, but that's OK. We'll work on it. Method two. The gently suggestive. You look hot. Oh, Maybe okay. a wink. I don't, oh no, I don't, I don't think I don't think I'll be doing that one. Okay, you yeah, don't have I've, to. I haven't even written it down. <laughs> I've, I've got the wrong tone for that. If I tell a woman she looks hot, she'll probably think that I mean that she's a bit sweaty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You look hot. Do you want a fan and a cold drink? <laughs> Method three, the gawk. The gawk. The gawk. The gawkwan. Okay. You might want to mm. extend it to, and that's a little bit more camp. That's more. Oh my God! How fierce do you look? Fierce. Mm. Writing that down. Okay. So those are the three methods. You can choose which one you're going to employ. Okay. No, well, I remember you um, pointed out to me that I said your hair looked. Um... Yeah, you said once. You said to me, Frank. You said, "I like your hair, Em. It looks. How can I put this? More natural." Yeah, but that's a that's a good thing, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's, um, again, to use the Star Wars analogy, now that you are almost your real colour, <laughs> it's sort of, um, I'm calling it Nature Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Do you, can I ask you a very tricky question, yeah, on, which you on. don't have to answer? Yeah. Do you, uh, I'm already losing confidence in asking this question. It's but OK. I, I'm, I'm quite... Go for it. I'm quite grey. Have you experienced Yes, I do gra- have them popping you do through. Have some I do. Gray. And you, those are dealt with, are they? Oh, yeah, with the burnt molasses. Yeah, cancels them right out. Okay, because it's a big, it's a quite a big thing for uh, for women in particular. I think mm, that yeah. the grey mm. thing I've discovered. Just zap them. I don't know about you. If I see a woman with short grey hair, an older woman short grey hair, I think en- enthusiastic about the arts. Maybe a former <laughs> yeah. ballet dancer. If I see a woman with long grey hair, I think uh, <laughs> nine cats interest in astrology. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's it's strange, isn't it? Anyway, we're going over. Um, to a woman who has not got a grey hair in her head, uh, <laughs> Sandy War, and she is going to uh, do that travel thing.
Tainted love, soft sell. Oh, I love the word tainted. Yes. Yeah. Or in Emily's case, tinted love. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, we've had a text in uh, from 714. Thing to say when you know a woman has been to the hairdressers is closed, were they? Oh, Oh, bold. I I like it. When my wife comes back from the hairdressers and I hear the the door shut, I automatically say, your hair looks amazing. Before I've seen her, when I'm in a different room, I'll shout it. Your hair looks amazing. It's a good tip. And she kn- uh, does she know you're being ironic? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, she's unaware. <laughs> she's not bright. Well, she's you might have CCTV for all, for all she knows. She's not a bright woman. That's why we get on so well. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> you went looks. You went looks, didn't you? Yeah. I, um... <laughs> oh, God. Well, I, she's a regular listener and she'll know I went both. Ooh, oh. Got out of that one. <laughs> both. What does that mean? <laughs> went a bit Hercule Poirot, did I? <laughs> it did a bit. I, um, I received a gift this week. Oh, lovely. Um, uh, it was, well, you know, sometimes you do a TV thing that there's a gift. It's dying out, I must say, in, in the recession. Mm-hmm. But you get a gift in the dressing room. Oh, I've had some beauties over the years. Mm. And I did the Rob Brydon uh, show, as I said this week. And Rob Brydon actually said to me the best freebie he's ever had is he went to a film thing. Uh, him and Steve Coogan did a film, you may recall. Mm. And uh, at the film thing, the, the goodie bag included free uh, laser eye surgery. No. No. Yeah, a voucher. <laughs> you know when you get ten pence off beans? This had, yeah. this had like, a free laser eye surgery. Wow. I'd worry about the freebie element. Well, he had it done. It was um, he flew to LA. I, I might not be. I'm, perhaps oh. I'm not supposed to say oh, this. There you anyway, go. might so, have had other things done as well at the same time. So anyway. obviously he's learned from this and decided to put similar, um, you know, similarly uh, fabulous gifts for the guests on his show. So I got uh, a free cardigan. Lovely. And uh, it's I've I realised I have never owned a cardigan in my life, and I've always associated cardigans with old men. Mm-hmm. But I noticed you had a cardigan on the other week, didn't you? I was uh, uh, sporting out. a smedley, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, I see, behind my back, cardigans have crept into a sort of a Britpop... Oh, yeah. Um, ...mod retro mm, Absolutely, thing. Frank. And, and I, I miss that. Manigans. Mel Cardigans. Is that what? Is oh, that really? Yeah, Manigans. Oh, I hadn't even heard that before. My mm. brother sometimes sports a cardigan. Oh, does he? <laughs> <laughs> where do... Uh, where do um, Slippers fit into the Britpop firmament. Are they? Have they oh, come back? I'm not sure. I'm a bare feet around the house kind of guy. Oh, that's a bit loose. <laughs> Is it? Don't want to We've think had gush and loose today, <laughs> haven't we? So this one though, it's it's pale blue, and mm-hmm. it's um, I think Lovely. I can say the brand name. It's a it's a Slazinger. Yeah, a oh. Slazinger cardigan. Now for me. Any image of a wild cat on a cardigan is... Mm-hmm. It's contradictory. Mm. Yeah. And also, it's, I, I think it might be golf wear. Mm. Well, there is, it is quite... The, I'm, I'm feeling a bit tense about the powder blue on you. Mm. bit being Crosby, potentially. Well, I, as soon as I put it yeah. on, I went, <laughs> When the blue of the night... I couldn't resist it. <laughs> and I noticed I put it on, I didn't... Undo, I, because I'm not used to a cardigan, I put it on without undoing the buttons. Oh, I went over my... Jumper style. Yeah. I popped it on like it was a V-neck. Yeah, you can't what you have to do, Frank, is rebrand it. It's a bit like the news of the world. Rebrand it as a button knit. I think the cardigan on Sunday seems to be perfect, <laughs> doesn't it? 
Do you mean think of it as a buttoned jumper? A That's buttoned knit. No, not jumper. Buttoned knit? Yeah. What would that mean? It means what, what it says. Okay. okay. Got, got, <laughs> you gave me a little oh, death stare there. I've <laughs> <laughs> totally ever had that moment so far. Avoid fashion. That's my advice. Well, I, I, and it, there's no pockets, which is one plus. No, that's a relief. Because I, I find if there's pockets, I'll use them. <laughs> and you know, there's, uh, <laughs> you know, when you like when you wear a combat trousers and you're supposed to leave those big patch pockets at the side empty. I used to have them crammed, crammed with, you know, sandwiches, a book, <laughs> some humbugs, a spanner, yeah, ex- exactly. You know, all sorts of stuff. Uh, and all, with with the cardigans, there's all. If you go into the pocket, there's mm. almost always a used tissue, isn't that? Yeah. That's what people put in a cardigan pocket. Yeah, yeah. A couple mm. of Werther's originals. Who, who not, wants that? It's not you. <laughs> but golf wears bad enough on the golf course in the street. Mm. Don't fear the cardigan, though. Embrace it, Frank. I think it'd be a good look for you. Do you think so? Mm. I don't know if I'll wear it out. It might be one of those loose-fitting things that I wear on a night in. Do you oh, know what it I mean? A baggy cardigan. It, it's XL. Oh, right. oh. Obviously, you know they got a job lot. Who do they think you were, Brian Blessed? You're not XL. I think. I think that uh, was Blessed's cast off. Uh, I think Bryden went to a car boot sale because <laughs> <laughs> it was that ca- the gifts was all sorts of random stuff. There was like some breath freshness, a cardigan, and um, a, a phone case. Huh? I mean, it was anyway. <laughs> lovely bloke. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. So yeah, I might. I might wear it. I might not. Okay. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I've ended. You see, even talking about a cardigan, it's all gone a bit casual and squidgy. Where I wanted it to end spiky and youth. I yeah. d- no, I like the final line of the show to be, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's not going to be the final line of no. the show because I have to say that if you want to download the Not the Weekend podcast, which millions, I'm told, millions of people do. <laughs> oh, the latest figures blew me away. Oh. Um, you can do that on Wednesday, probably Tuesday night. Be straight with you. <laughs> little, little. I'm tapping my nose as I say this bit. <laughs> ben Jones is next. He, he wouldn't wear a cardigan if you paid him a million pounds. No. And um, as I've often pointed out, as they said in uh, Tron, end of line. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.